Hello, everybody. Welcome to our newest episode of Ravenloft Misfits. We are on episode 22. So, yeah. Um, welcome. I'm Johnny. I'm the DM for the campaign. Uh, list of cast names, socials, and all that good stuff. Check out the chat or the episode description. Um, we stream each Monday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, excluding the last Monday, which this month we're going to be playing the new Marvel uh, RPG. The, what is it? D636. Yep, that's it. The six three six system. We're gonna be we're gonna be playing it. Uh, it's gonna be a play test. We're gonna be doing the one shot that is included on Roll 20s little bundle for the play test. So tune in on May thirtieth. There we go. Yep. May thirtieth for for that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, make sure to follow us. Subscribe to the channel. Participate in chat. Join our Discord. Do all the things we want to welcome everybody that's here and always here and welcome new people that want to be here tell your friends if you're listening to the recording or the podcast or whatever consider rating the channel and liking subscribing and sharing and all that good stuff but with that we'd like to talk about our sponsors right that's me yeah <laughs> uh, first of all we would like to thank uh our main sponsor for the campaign, which is Roll20. If you're uh, watching the stream and looking for a way to get together with friends online, Roll20 is a great way to go. Check them out at Roll20.net and check out the chat or episode description for a direct link. Which doesn't seem to be working. Am I, am I the only one that doesn't? Nope. And also, if you don't know what Roll20 is, it is a virtual tabletop. Which is uh, it's kind of like a thing that we should probably add so people know what it is. It's, it's what where we you use. put all the maps and move all the tokens. Pretty cool. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's super easy to set up and all that stuff. So get with your friends, join us, do the stuff. Anyways, it also works for other systems. So we also want to thank Sirenscape for allowing us to use their music app. The music that you've heard this entire campaign has come from that. And yeah, epic sounds. Epic adventures, all that good stuff. Anyways, let's get into the recap because we are in a very nice position for the Mistfits. Uh, you began your infiltration into the Wizard of Wines winery, and you were able to enter into the winery after breaking through the Blights and Scouts after they had found out that you were coming. Um, you entered into the central chamber of this winery where you found all of these vats and were then ambushed by these blights and wild ones. One being the leader that Sorsha then knew, uh, Gorosh, the one that had been holding onto this interesting staff that seemed to have grafted itself onto her. But after fighting the... Wild Ones, you ended up finishing them off and investigating the rest of the winery to find basic living items um, along with a shipping ledger that Katya, you found uh, detailing out multiple shipments of wine throughout Barovia and after doing all of this, you went down to the cellar to find the final Wild One where you 
demolished this person with your halberd, Katya, once again. Um, and you discovered that the cellar was extremely cold. Finally, you were able to find a secret room that led into this cavernous chamber within the cellar, finding brown mold within it. Uh, seeming not to have any effect on Johans, you all decided to make your way back up to the first floor where you decided to rest, and we leveled up to level six. So, with that in mind, what would you like to do? Rest. <laughs> rest. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, short rest then? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, yes. After taking this small hour, you begin to hear the steps of the Martikovs coming into the winery slowly, just looking around as they do. You all successfully finish a short rest, so you can heal up and do whatever you need to do. I'll do another one. <laughs> and as you see the Martikovs coming inside Sorsha, you catch eyes with Elvir, who just kind of looks over to you and as you're taking a seat, kind of waves you over. Yeah, uh, go over to him. Sure. So you make your way over to him and he says, uh, I, I have to go check if we still have uh, our growing gem. Do you want to come with? You're, you're growing. Yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Sorry. Um, so you begin making your way outside, uh, and as you do, he he just he seems a little nervous and frazzled. So, yeah. Do you know why they attacked us at all? No, I don't know, but you do have something pretty uh, creepy in your basement with a bunch of mold. You want to tell me about that? Oh, uh, that's um, that's just to keep this out of cold. Wait, wait, you, wait, you opened up the door? Uh, nobody went I, inside, right? Uh, that, no. Uh, can I do an insight check? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I would love to do an insight check. Absolutely. On, uh, where he said that it was... Uh, just, just to keep the cellar cold? Yeah. Just to keep things cold. I don't believe you. You're already going to be dumping my first friend. <gasps> I know. Sorry, it's taking forever to. It's okay. No shit. worries. Such a tender age. Uh, <laughs> such a tender age. <laughs> like uh, mid 20s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so young. Uh, yeah. Point stands. Insight. I'm a motherfucker. Fourteen. Yeah. Um. So far, I mean, you haven't been, you haven't been like dating, dating for very long, but you've known him for quite a while. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's lying. It seems like it. It really is just a really interesting way to keep the cellar cold. It. It doesn't seem like it's nefarious by any means. It just seems like they just had that, learned mm -hmm. about brown mold at some point, and was like. <laughs> That's easy. That'll keep this cold, sure. And then they just closed it and kept it closed. That's that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, 
No, we didn't go in there. What happens if someone goes Do in there? Do a deception check because that's... <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be good because I'm a plus zero. Okay. Get my dice. Oh. I'm a I don't very have a good player. Sheet for Elvir. Mm, which one? I want to use my yeet dice. <laughs> yep. I have one that says yeet and oof. Uh, I got a three. So uh, there's that. So you just like, <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, if you. If you did, I mean, it would try to take the heat out of you, so just nobody oh. go in there. Oh, that that's why the fire wasn't working in there. That's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I was saying, you, you don't you don't know why they came here or anything like that. I, I, I assume that you would know about the gym that um and he kind of like, as you're walking through the vineyard outside of this winery proper, you he just kind of references all of the rows of grapes. And as he references some of it, you could see that one patch of this vineyard is long dead. You see another that is dying. And the one that you're currently walking through, which seems full of life, and go ahead and do a nature check. Okay. Just taking a lovely stroll with my boyfriend. Woohoo! You would know, now that, like, you're in the actual winery, looking around without having to, like, run out, these are the types of... vegetables or or sorry not vegetables fruits jesus my goodness excuse me terrible wine it's the worst fruit vegetable wine grapes are a type mm -hmm. of fruit that one you've never seen in the wild and two seem like it would be a very hard time to grow in this environment okay so now that he's kind of bringing that to light you're starting to kind of connect the dots a little bit and he says we we have in our family, these gems that help our vineyard grow. And we had lost one uh, about three weeks ago. And I'm sorry I didn't tell you, it, it just... Things things have been a little hectic. Uh, and then... How, how did it go missing? I don't know. We, we, we don't know where it went. It just, we woke up one morning and it was gone. And then, and then you came and then you said that they were going to attack and I, I only assumed that, well, maybe, maybe they were the ones that did it. If they are the ones that have such a vendetta against us, I, I, I don't know. Do, do these gems have anything to do with all of the ravens? They killed a lot of ravens inside. Why? I, 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 I don't know. I, di I didn't see. I, I, I'm sorry. I was so focused on coming out here to find the, the gems. They, ravens are. They, they're just dead. No, they killed them. They killed so many, and I couldn't, I couldn't save any of them. But it, it seems odd that they would kill so many ravens. 
I, I don't I don't know why they would. It has nothing to do with the gem? No, no. It's I I don't think so, at least. I I, I don't know. Where do you keep these gems? Well underground. <laughs> but, uh, here, it's what? it's actually right around the corner here, and you finally turn out of this headland of the vineyard, and here you find a hole in the ground. Where and all the dead things are? No. Oh. As he, as you turn the corner and you see this large hole in the ground, you see his shoulders kind of slump down. That, that, that's where, that's where the gem should be. Uh, can I do, like, investigation just to kind of look around? Sure. Like, any disturbance in the ground and everything? Yeah. Nineteen. As you're kind of digging through and making sure that there isn't any gem or looking for even evidence as to who might have done this, you find few scraps of leather leaves, things that remind you of your clan, things that basically tell you that this is most likely your clan's doing, taking this gem out of the ground. You see these makeshift shovels that you had seen made out of the stronger parts of the Goltheus tree that had fallen off and then were repurposed into these shovels. You find those discarded to the side. And it most definitely means that your clan had taken, dug out and taken this gem. This, uh, this is not good. I'm going to have to tell the rest of the group and we have to know why this happened. There's something going on with, with my clan, with my people. This, this did they say anything? Did, when when you left, did, did they say anything about why they were attacking us? Is, it, it, did they want the gem? I, I, I don't know. The, the, the premise of everything was that they, they needed to kill all civilized people, and that included you, and I couldn't let that happen. I'm sure if they wouldn't is... have told you very much. Uh, well, only the higher-ups would know, and of course the leader wouldn't trust me with anything. He he doesn't he doesn't find me worthy at all. I I I'm, I'm, I don't I don't know. I'm sorry that you're having to do all of this against your family. I can't imagine how awful it would be to have to do that. Ah, at this point, I'm kind of numb. Well, I, regardless, I, I think that it's... I'm just, I'm thankful that you're here with us. With, with me. I am thankful too. Okay, well, we should probably go tell the others. Um, what, what do you think of the other ones that are here? They seem... 
pretty cool. There's one of them that just climbs around like a spider, which is really creepy. But, um, I mean, she's all pretty good at killing. And so, I mean, it can't be that bad. Okay. Um, so, well, but I'm glad that I, they're on our side. <laughs> I think I think we can trust them. So far, so good. And you know how I am okay. with civilized people? They're, they're a little iffy. <laughs> Same. Okay, well, he kind of gets on a knee, places his hand on the ground, grabs a bit of of the dirt. Okay, let's let's go tell them. And you begin making your way back towards the winery. In the meantime, everybody that is left, as Elvir and Sorsha leave, you see Adrian, Stefania, Dag, and uh, their children. And then you also see, um, no, I said Davian. Davian. He's just, as all of them are coming in, uh, Davian seems to look around and then he makes his way towards the open door that looks into the large vat room, looks towards each of you, and then begins making his way up the, up the ramp on the, one of the sides of the cellar without even, or one of the sides of the winery without ever saying anything to you, just kind of looking and then just walking. But Adrian approaches each of you and says, well, um, I, we can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for us. Um, if, if you would like to stay here for the night, uh, it looks like you are a little tired. Um, stay here for the night for free, uh, free wine, anything you would like. Um, That'd be quite nice. Um, the, we had a bit of a look around after we dealt with the problems, and it looks like they were tearing through your, your ledgers and your books. Do you know what they would be looking for? Any reason they would be attacking you or ransacking your... I don't know if we have anything important for them to get. I mean, if it's the wild ones, I I don't know. There's nothing that's important that we do from day to day. Okay. I was curious if you knew. I'll give it some thought. Take a look around, see what you can figure out. There, we will see what happens with when the Elvir comes back, but I, I doubt it would be an issue. But, um, well, uh, as I said, thank you for your help. Um, if, if you need to rest, I will leave you. But, other than that, thank you. You're welcome. Do you have a paper and ink I could borrow? <laughs> he just I I feel like you you're like about to say that as he's turning around and then he turns I um I I have paper and ink, yes. I you, mostly just need the ink tonight, but that's Sure. Um here come. And it's I, upstairs. Do I have to go? Just uh, to I, kind of 
you have to go upstairs, kind of. What, what were you going to say? Uh, just to clarify, um, we're talking to... Adrian. Who lives here. Correct, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we cleared up upstairs, Johans. Um, did you see the printing press? That is we what, did. It what was the, very that, beautiful That was what I was going to bring you to. He is immediately going to stand up at the sound of the printing press. Let's oh. go. Oh, yes. that's right. I don't know that Johans would have seen that. Yeah, I did not know means. that it existed. Yes, go on, go on, go on. Yes, I'll we did go and have a chance to tell you about it. It yeah. is very interesting. It, it is pretty interesting. Uh, Davian, my father, uh, he came up with the idea. It's He's very quite smart. He's <laughs> very uh, self-sufficient out here. Well, uh, it's not like we have very much around, and... Uh, for us, it's hard to come by in Barovia. I'm sure you have all experienced that on your own through travels. But speaking of which, what brought you here in the first place, if you don't mind me asking? Well, we're... Johans isn't part of this conversation anymore. He is now <laughs> upstairs trying to Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I'm imagining that it's like as everybody is walking up yeah, that yeah, wants yeah. to oh, go okay. at least. Yeah, fair. yeah, imagine we're like walking and talking. Um, we have friends in Balakai that are uh, awaiting some wine shipments. We wanted to come see what was going on. We heard there was a problem. Ooh, he's waiting for wine. Danica. Ooh, thank Danica you. Danica. 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 Martikov. Mm. Yes. Yes. I see. And her husband. Interesting. Erwin, my brother. I was gonna look. I mean, I knew this. Your, your brother? <clears throat> my brother. Oh. Yes. They yeah. let us know that um, you could use our help, so we came at their request. Well, I will make sure to thank them for that. Well, uh, this is the printing press, and you come up to the second floor where you find this large contraption with a bunch of inks and paints and paper, and it is beautiful, but also very confusing, because (laughs) it is just a large contraption. Go ahead and do a uh, straight either... Yeah, do an intelligence, just a straight intelligence check. 14. 14. You, at first, you're trying to, like, understand what's happening, but after, like, a minute or two of moving things and Adrian being like, I, uh, um, I, never mind. And you just continue moving things around. You finally come to the understanding of how this printing press works. You see three different types of labels that are already printed and made for the three different types of wine that they have, um, but... You are free to do whatever you would like with this printing press with Adrian there, as well as if there's anything else you would like to talk about. Um, I'm going to need to spend a bit longer than... We can have conversations first. What I'm going to do is going to take a bit longer. So it's up to the to everybody well, else what they want to do. I, I don't um. mind. Um... I should probably get back to the first floor. I think Elvir should be coming sometime soon. Um, 
I noticed that um, ravens seem to be significant to you and your family. Yeah, it is a... It is a family thing. I don't quite understand it myself. It's between my father and my mother and their parents. I, I don't quite understand it, but... It's a family thing, but if not... Yeah, it's just... It's a family thing. It... Basically, our family was treated with good luck and good fortune, and ravens mm -hmm. are a symbol of that. So, it was a thing that happened in our family, and it's been in our family ever since. Oh, that's understandable. So you kind of revere them in a sense for their good luck that they've brought you? Right. Um, at this point, I mean, I'm not... You know, super into ravens, but we did keep a coop and until um, they were murdered. That. Well, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. I think Stephanie is going to take it the worst. She was the one that tended to stay inside of the winery, um, keeping the books all in order and. Making sure that the process of making the wine was all set. She was the one that handed to the ravens. Not <sighs> in Dag, but I digress. Um, Does he seem to be telling us the whole truth here? I'll go ahead and do an inside check. Alright, the balls. 18. He seems to be telling the truth about keeping the ravens. The story of what the ravens mean to him seemed to be off. It seems like he was kind of trying to come up with something that would make you just accept that idea of ravens. I mean, you've heard that ravens are a symbol of good luck. If a raven perches on your shoulders, that is good luck. If a raven even lands near you, that's good luck. But it was never, it doesn't seem like enough to be a family thing just mm -hmm. based off of good fortune. It seems like he was just kind of giving that to you just to Yeah, kind of like give you satisfy, something. like here, have this and go right. away. <laughs> Well, but that's what you that's what you find. Yeah. So as you all begin to return rather than Johans, uh, return back to the first floor. Um, that is when Elvir and Sorsha come in where Elvir is. Just panicked and he's breathing very quickly, just um, uh, so um, the the gem seems to not be there. Um, I already well, spoke with Sorsha, um, and she doesn't know if they came to take it or not, but... And then Adrian looks over towards you lot, and then looks back and says, Are you sure? It, you, did you look around? There was, there was nothing. How did they even know? That's... Uh, what, what gem? 
um, it's... It's a long story, but basically there is a gem that a wizard made that allows us to grow grapes in this area. Mm-hmm. Hence, Wizard of Wines. Ah. If that is gone, we cannot make grapes. Which means, Barovia does not get wine. Can you get another stone from this wizard? Ah, the wizard is dead and gone. That, that was... I don't even know how long. That was even before Strahd came here. Wow. Yes. That's a long it, time ago. Uh, and and the, was there anything there to say what they were trying to do with it? Do, do you think that... Are they starting a competing business? Alvir just kind of looks over to Sorsha. Um, I, I, I don't... I don't know. Is... Do you have any ideas? Maybe they brought it back to where you lived? I, uh, I, that would be where I would think that they would go, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm truthfully worried that they're gonna, they have some sort of plan for this gem, and I, I need to go. I, I need to go back to them. I would, uh, you can't go alone, though. They'll, they'll, and he grabs onto your hands. You can't, you can't just leave like that. They're going to eat you alive. Well. I'll go with you. No, you can't go. I, I can't just let you go. I can't let you either. It's better if I die than for anyone in this family to be hurt. You are innocent. Is this, like, in taking place in front of us? Yeah, it's all happening right in front of you guys. We're already in this fire. We might go with you and help. Adrian looks over. I... (sighs) Listen, I... You've already done so much for us. I couldn't ask for you to do any more, but... It is an important piece to Barovia. And if we don't have this gem, I well, don't you know, know what would happen. Came here to ensure that Barovia has wine, so we'll do what we must to ensure that production continues. To be honest, means... I don't. I think this has more to do than just. Or wine. I, I, I think it's this it's which, worth investigating, and I don't trust these wild people with a powerful gem. Hey. And you see Stephania <laughs> kneeling down just next to one of the ravens and saying, Why would they do this? I think she's right. Why would they come here and indiscriminately kill every single raven that we have here and then steal the gem? They're up to something. But Is I... there something more to these ravens than simply being pets or simply 
having made your family lucky, you seem to hold them in such a high regard, so they must have... They are part of the family. ...done something exceptional to be held so highly. <sighs> Stephania looks over towards Adrian. These are part of our family. Of course we're going to hold them in high regard. These are our family members that died for nothing. I, 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 can't, I can't. I can't do this right now. And she picks up you ravens and begins ushering them outside. That I can understand. I recently lost my brother and my father, so... She, like, stops at the doorway. Sorry for your loss. It's okay. I, I just... We're here to help. Any information that can be helpful will help us to help you. She just kind of nods, looking over towards Adrian, and then makes her way out. Along with Dag, who is also carrying some raven bodies. But Adrian... And it takes over the conversation. There is is nothing I can tell of the ravens. They are just a family memento. And at least the symbol of them. These, as my sister said, is part of the family. We raise them and use them to send messages across Borovia. I see. But there is nothing... Sinister or anything like that if if you are looking for any anything like that. Oh, I wasn't I didn't think anything sinister, but just something more there which would give motivation to them to do what they did. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But if this is what they do on the whim. I I don't want to see what they would do with whatever thing they're doing with that gym. The gym is clearly a powerful thing that brings life to our vegetation and without it. Anyways. I have a lot to talk with Davian about. You are welcome to stay here as long as you want, but I'll, I'll be right back. And he begins making his way up the stairs, leaving the five of you, nope, four of you, including Elvir. So three of you right. and Elvir. Got it. Not Johans. So we are to retrieve this gem your clan how far away your village about an hour hour and a half well, i was asking sorcia but thanks oh, i wouldn't know okay cool. <laughs> that was about johnny, an hour an hour and a half johnny right, cool, saying cool. yeah got it that makes sense i'm yeah you're good yeah it's um, an easy trek from here right 
Are you, are you going to leave right now? No offense, but <laughs> you'll look a little beat. Rest. I think that's. That's not a bad idea. Do you want to? It's rest? not like they're going anywhere. All of us. No, at least the area they're going to be. So. Although yeah, that's true. Um. Do you think they'll be preparing for us to come after them? I don't know. What do you think, Sosha? Best to be on our guard, just in case. I was just thinking if we could, I guess, use the time to our advantage to prepare go quickly. That oh. way they can't oh. have time to prepare, but if we're not ready then uh, but you have to remember we have been here for ah oh, jeez that it was the, the days have been kind of mixing yeah about two days already they took over and we've had to leave so no matter another night won't be doing much to whatever they were planning at least I don't think so with that Johans in your printing press what would you like to do um okay so I'm going off with Johans is going off with the assumption that we're staying for the night. So if anything changes, he'll sure. deal with it. I have a empty black book in my possession. Mm -hmm. I will. I didn't need the printing press. I was Johans is just curious about it because he's never sure. Seen it up sure. This. Um, but I'm going to spend 40 of my own personal magic quality materials to transcribe magic missile find familiar from my spell book onto it that's okay. an hour each okay and then from the yellow spell book i'll put shield and magic and mage armor okay uh but first before i do that i'm gonna write a letter for freck on okay. the first five-ish pages of it okay uh it's gonna be just the casual hey uh we, sorry, I couldn't say goodbye. I had these circumstances happen and I just couldn't stay. Sure. Uh, within the pages of this book, you'll find uh, rules on, on how to learn to decipher things. I love uh, this. Just to get your education started as a wizard, you're going to need to figure out not only how to decipher my cipher, but decipher this other cipher and then be able to use that as a learning experience to learn to use magic. I love and it. And then I'll do like two or three pages of I'm not going to give him the decipher, like this right. the tool to decipher it. Sure. But I'm going to just kind of walk him through a few steps on how to figure it out, just to kind of sure. get him going. Um, then once I do that, I will like grab a couple of materials and just put them in the pages so he can cast the spells once he gets sure. them. And kind of give him a list of what he needs to be able to cast awesome. familiar because I don't have any of those. And that's all I'm going to be doing for the next like four hours. I love it. Okay, so with that said and out of the way, is there anything you guys would like to do before the night comes to a close, or are you deciding to leave? What would you like to do? 
Um, I want to get the group to talk. I wanna, okay. I want a group talk if possible before we before we go to okay. bed. Anything before heading to bed? Uh, what order should we do the watch? I'm I'm fine. I'll take the first one. Actually, I, I, wanna, I, will, I will be I wanna with him. Do, uh, her. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking Zach. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, before rest, I actually want to go talk to Grandpa. Oh. Davian, awesome. Okay. So, <clears throat> you begin looking through the winery, and you find uh, the family coming together at the dinner table that's in the dining room. All of them kind of somber and just talking and as you open up the door they all just stop what they're doing looking towards you and say ah uh, Elvier has a smile on his face and Davian kind of looks and looks back down at the table Adrian turns and says ah Sorsha right um how can we help you I I have a very difficult question and I was hoping to talk to Fabian Davian eh. <laughs> da oh Davian <laughs> so, got it Adrian looks over and <laughs> he gets up and he begins making his way down towards one of the hallway doors. And once you are now there, closing the door behind him, he looks to you and he says, What? It's hunched back, making him, like, very short compared to you. <laughs> um, I, I know that there is something with the ravens. And... No one really likes to talk about it. But if I am able to save ravens from my family, I would like I would like to know their significance and the way that I can help them. Cuz I don't think it'll end here with your ravens. Your persuasion check. <laughs> oh, come on. With advantage? Nah, just regular. Cool, it's a plus Fortunately. zero. I have no charisma. Yep. Ooh, that's a two. Ooh. He just so looks at you and he says, listen. <laughs> You need to talk to Stefania. She's the one that takes care of them. And then he just turns and he opens up the door and makes his way back into it. And as he's making his way back in, Stefania, go talk to her. She has questions about the ravens. She oh, just... Well, so much for being a secret. <laughs> so he just sits back down at the head of the table and she just looks over. Kind of like nods to everybody, steps back and comes to you. What What can I help you with? Okay, this is, is a rehearsed... This is a rehearsed speech, so I'm just going to say it again. Um... <laughs> I would like to know what the significance of the ravens are. Because if I am supposed to 
if I am allowed to protect them, I need to know what's going on so that more ravens won't die outside of the vineyard. <sighs> and then I, as, as part of my persuasion, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that hummingbird out. Okay. And I'm going to show her, this is my little friend. And together, we want to ensure the life of animals, and that includes your ravens. As my brother pointed out, these, these ravens are our point of communication with the rest of Barovia. So we're in the dark now. If if we don't have our ravens, we would have to travel days in order to speak with anybody. The ravens are also our family. Just like your friend there. If your friend were to somehow, and hopefully not, but somehow die. It would be significant whether or not she has a role to play. It's just... I I understand. Perhaps while we're out, I will find a way for you to be able to communicate. That would be wonderful. But just it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be them, unfortunately. I I appreciate your help. Um I see why why Elvir likes you. Oh, she blushing. She puts a hand on your shoulder and just Are are you hungry? Yes, I could eat. Come, I'll pull a chair for you. And she adds you to the table that is filled with people. Like, out of all of the Mardikovs, you have Elvir, you have Davian, you have Adrian, Elvir, Stephania, Dag. They're three children. And then now you, there is nine people at this (laughs) small table just squished together <laughs> along with whether or not Johans, Katya, Irina and Izik would like to also join in this <laughs> but you have a nice dinner um, and then it comes to uh, when everybody is together I don't know if Sosha you're going to be resting with the rest of the group or not but yeah I will leave that would, up to I you I would say yeah okay so then as dinner goes by you all regroup to figure out your watches and Johans, you wanted to say something. I, I think we need to talk about something important. Sorsha, you can stay. What's okay, on your mind? You. Um Hold on. Give me ten minutes. I'm going to take ten minutes of silence to ritual cast under the wing. Okay. And when I'm done, we get into the... We, it's it's Tiny Hut. It's Johansson's version of Tiny Hut. Mm-hmm. Got it. So there's just this dome. 
but instead of being warm and cozy, it's cold and cozy. Like just at the point where you're kind of like needing that cup of cocoa, <laughs> right at that point, hmm. and then it's snowing little feathers uh, that if you touch them, they break into Aww. snow, and then I love that idea. Before it reaches the floor. Um. Okay. With this, we should be safer to sleep. This, the, nobody can enter. Well, I mean, if you guys want to leave the dome so you can see it properly, you can. But we are currently protected. Physic Nothing leaves. can enter without my permission. <laughs> I keep. I say. I forbid him from entering. <laughs> see, can't enter without my permission. Fascinating. You can't come in. Is it? Can hear you. He can't can hear he, you. Can hear you can't be no, outside. Uh, the sound goes out. It's does magic it? that doesn't that doesn't cross. Yeah. Oh. So his. I thought that, no I magic thought that sound in. doesn't come out. I don't think so. All right. I well think. then. Because I could have sworn that, like, whatever. Regardless, uh, you say that he no, can no, come in. Uh, yeah. No, he should. He can't. The, the sound goes in. The only thing that doesn't is spells and other magical effects. Got it. All right. So then he hears you and he makes his way in. Okay, that's fine. So. Protection. I've been working on this for a while. I was gonna put it in the back burner because I thought we were just gonna stay in Barovia in Valakai. Um, but this should protect us a little bit from unnecessary visits from certain evil overlords. Seems pretty useful. He can't control us from outside, and he can't enter without our permission. For sure, he can't. Yeah. Are you are you talking about Strad? Yes. Has, has he come to you often? That is a long story. Um, <laughs> if you'd like, Isaac, if you want to test it, you can go outside and then throw a fireball at the dome. Yeah, if you want me to, I can. Go ahead, do it. Okay. He's gonna go outside. Cardi <laughs> puts the shield up and like... It just, and it, it just goes <laughs> around the dome and then dissipates, yeah. And he walks in, he's like, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> Thank you. I have my, I have you. my ways. Um, so there are, there's a lot to talk about. But uh, there's something that I need to specifically let you know, because I feel like we're getting <laughs> a little bit too close to a time where that information needs to be out. Oh, man. He looks like super nervous. He's getting pale. He doesn't look like he's having fun at all. What is it? What's wrong? Um. Fuck, right? No, no, no. I. Do you remember when the day that I got drunk while we were in Valakai? Yes. So I don't. Well, obviously not so sad, but I did. I got. I got drunk. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't get drunk frequently but that day I uh I heard the voice in my mind but it what wasn't did... just sorry what has this happened to you before well not without me wanting it I'm going to say there's a lot of mind speak going back and forth with Johans it's pretty common right yes but it wasn't just any voice it was my master's voice. 
who's your your master's voice? Mm-hmm. Like he did the thing where he can talk yep. to you, like that you do to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what, separ- what did they say? Well, um, I don't remember exactly because it's been a long time and I was a little bit hammered at the time. <laughs> But it was something along the lines of, I think it was something, something pet subject or best subject or something subject, followed by come find me, which is what I was already in the process of doing anyway. But yeah. Come fight him. Find him. Oh, find him. So he's he's here in Barovia somewhere? To be fair, I did know this already. I just... So... I... That's why I came to Barovia in the first place. I was looking for him. I see. I just what is your... Uh, what is his name? Something Archibald. Archibald. Ever heard this name before? Archibald Caldora is his name. I remember completely and didn't have to look it up. Do I know this you heard- Have I ever heard this name, Johnny? No, you have not. If you heard your master's voice, then that's good, right? Because you were looking for him? Why are you only telling us this now? Okay, so, um, I was, I wasn't going to tell you because I thought we were just kind of leaving Irina in Valakai and then everybody kind of goes their own way. Uh I was going to, I was going to go my own way and find my master, but, um. Understood. With the with it becoming increasingly clear that we are all kind of on the same boat with the whole big bad that we've been stalked by before, and the recent information that was given to us by another powerful wizard has been keeping my brain rolling with the fact that I think we're going to cross paths with my master in a not so nice endeavor. You think he's a bad person now? Someone we should be concerned about? I think he's powerful. Good and bad at some points just doesn't matter when you have power. <sighs> but you think he will be at odds with our goals? If our goal is to destroy Strat and the dark power that binds him to in on death, then there's very much a big chance that that's what my master is looking for. And my... What does that with him? So then he's a good guy. Yes, if he's also no, looking... I'm so confused. What are you saying then? Just spit it out. I... Is your master with or against Strahd? I don't think it matters. I think what matters more is what he is in relation to what our objective is. What do you think think that is? Well, if he wants to destroy power and he wants to acquire power, then I assume we're on the opposite sides of his. It's not about whether he is in... On Strat's side, I think he's on his own side. I see. So you think that he would be easily tempted by an offer of power from Strat? What, like to replace him? Not not sure. I don't think it's something... It's not about temptation. It's about knowledge and power. So you're saying your master is an unknown factor that we need to be worried about, but we don't know why. Did he say where he was? He did not. I have an educated guess on what he wants, which is the same thing that I assume 
you, know. you do any magic to find people? <sighs> I wouldn't want to, even if I could. <laughs> My master and I haven't spoken in almost a decade. Last time we talked, he was doing something that he and I haven't been in speaking terms in a long time. I've been looking for him for quite as long, and I found his trail that led me here. I don't but, know. I, sorry, go ahead. So you're looking for him, but you don't want to find him. And he is very powerful, but he is against us. But he is also against Strahd. It sounds like the Burgermaster. No. <laughs> what do you mean I it want sounds to... like the Burgermaster? Well, it sounds... I mean, he was... He was against you. He was against Strahd. Okay. It still feels I'm weird to say that. I'm just trying to get the facts straight. No. So... I don't understand. I... Wanted to find him. On my own terms. Ah. Okay. With the information regarding the dark power that made Strad what he is, coming to light, I'm making an educated guess that that's what my master came to Barovia to get. More mm-hmm. power. Because that's what he that's what people like him want. Well, he's seeking potentially the same power that Strad has. Through the oh, same or similar probably. means. I see. My, what I'm saying about him being a potential danger to us is that, frankly... If he's looking to gain power, and we are looking to destroy that power, then... He's part of the problem. Yeah. Even if it's just a third problem, or a third party. Are there any other enemies from anyone that we should be aware of? Does anybody else have anybody who might be coming after us, or... That may pop up? Um, garages, anything? Probably not on this side of it. Okay. <sighs> Any, uh, anybody that's against Katya, I guess, would be against me. I would just say the leader of my clan is is going to be a problem, but uh, that is something we already know. Okay, and that's something we are going to face tomorrow, so... The more immediate problem. Is, is there anything that we can know about this leader that maybe we can get ready for he he is a a he is a shapeshifter mm. uh he can, like you like me we are the only two in our village that can do this which is why he became the leader it is relatively rare that anyone is able to turn into anything other than this isn't like a family bloodline power, is it? That is true. <laughs> yes. So this would make the leader your That is an unfortunate title that I don't recognize. Okay, I just I, are want you... to make sure we're all on the same page before we go killing people yes. again. <laughs> So then, just should... want to be careful with. <laughs> no, you, you. Whatever we can do to protect this world, we need to do. And so, uh, yes. Killing him. If it comes to that, how? By the looks of the day, it's. Any loyalty that I had to him 
died when he tried to sacrifice me. I'm sorry, so, what? Will. Wow. Eh, it's a long story. <laughs> we'll get into that later. That's very understandable. Jesus, disgusting. <sighs> he will be very powerful and very unpredictable. So you'll just need to be aware of that. Is there any way to, if he changes into something, some kind of animal, if we can tell it's him or? Uh. I don't could... know. Is there is there a way that like I could recognize another? I mean, well, you she... would have to do you would have to do like an insight check based yeah. off of I would say probably a deception check from them. Okay. Um, but even then, I would say that you probably have disadvantage because it's like. It's the same thing as like somebody trying to figure out if you are Sorsha, if you wild shaped into like a squirrel, you know, it's right. like. They don't have the same scent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You I mean, smell like, like my father. Yeah, it's a complete body change. So it's yeah. it's like the scent would be the scent of whatever he changes into or whatever you right. would change into at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say most likely that if there is any animal that is going to be big and scary it's it'll probably be him all right so kill every animal no no (laughs) No. (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm I'm (laughs) just i'm kidding i he was kind of dark can i do an inside check he's kidding (laughs) go ahead yeah go ahead the rest of us i literally for the three rolls that i've rolled tonight Rolled a three, a four, and a five. <laughs> so you know that he he was mostly kidding. Fifteen more rolls, you get a nat twenty. <laughs> uh, let let us just we'll just say that if they attack first, then you can kill the animal. Okay? Done. Does that appease you? Uh, I you you had me at the very beginning. I I wouldn't kill <laughs> animals unless you told me to. So. It, Any other business? Was that all about your master, Johans? Did you have anything else to say? I think Johans is asleep at this point since the conversation moved on. Okay. All right. Well, well let's get somewhere rest. We're going to have another big day tomorrow. So we are not doing a watch then? I, I will I will keep watch with Katya. Yeah, I, we'll, I, we'll take the first watch. I don't know. Are we supposed to? He looks over to John sleeping. I'm... Should they wake him up? The protection is nice, but I'm still going to keep eyes out. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll stay up with you. So. I'll take the second watch. You can wake me up. I will do. So, first watch. How many watches do we need? Three. Yeah. I'll do the third. I mean, we don't need any watches. I don't. You don't need them, but if you it. were to do them, it would be three. Yeah. What if somebody like snuck up it. on the hut and set a bunch of bear traps outside? You can see then them. Bef- you could see them from outside. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, but then we would be surrounded in bear traps. Oh, Bro. wow. Because bear Boy. traps are so dangerous. <laughs> I like. Oh, I no, trust your magic, but she knows she is. Yeah, fucking there terrified is, uh, at how strong he is. One hundred percent. There is Stratus. always going to be that what if, what if which is the entire point of this fair, fucking campaign, and we, I love it. Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. 
Strahd can't scry on us while we are in the dome. Sure. No divination okay. magic can go inside. Because no magic from the outside can There's a lot of benefits. It's worth inside. having. Doesn't mean Absolutely. he hasn't been Seeing following us this whole time. She just... He secretly... Anyway, Johans is asleep. I was trying to she, come up with something, but she'll do a watch. <laughs> Literally, Irene is going to do a watch forever with everything that's happened to her. Sure. She's going to do a watch forever. Like, so with the first watch going by, we got a twenty perception. Goes without any issue. However, Johans, as you. Fall asleep. You hear the whispering of Isaac and Katya talking about this cool spell that you have and kind of wakes you up a little bit. You turn back over trying to find another comfortable spot until you hear this voice in your head once again. I had left you for dead. Another failed experiment in search of a perfect vessel. Maybe I was wrong. You always were one of my favorites. And the message ends. But knowing how sending works, you can respond. If you would like. <clears throat> I'm not going to. Okay. Take a moment. <laughs> trying to find another comfortable spot. And then another message fills your head. The double text. Why you not respond? <laughs> <laughs> I'm preparing my lab spells, for you. I'm preparing Wait. my lab for you. Oh no. I must know what happened. What went wrong? What went right? Come to the Abbey in Kresk. And the message ends again. Would you like to respond? No, but he hears Johas just say. Okay. And finally, find a not-so-comfortable spot with everything that happened in these past two minutes. You fall back asleep eventually. Maybe. Up to you. But, the first watch goes by. Isaac and Katya get Irina. Irina, go ahead and do a perception check. Alright, boss. With an 11. Through the night. You hear the wind whistling through broken doors. Even though they're barricaded, there's still small cracks that enter. Or wind that enters through the cracks. You hear footsteps coming from stairs. As you look, you can see that it's Adrian, just kind of looking at this large dome 
in the center of the winery and is, is, is everything okay? Everything's fine. We're okay. <laughs> and you sleeping. seem like kind of step back a little bit like, oh shit, actually, somebody actually heard me. Oh. <laughs> what were you what were you gonna say? Sorry. We're just um taking a rest inside of our uh, oh. tent, you could call it. Well, um, I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. But good night. Good night. I appreciate it. He makes his way back up the stairs. And the rest of your watch goes uneventful. Is she able to do, like, light reading on a watch? Say that again? Are you able to do oh, light, light reading, reading on a yeah, watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do light reading. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, could she be able to just, like, I guess, light read the, uh... Oh, Herodia yeah. before Strahd. Of course, yeah. Let me open up that little bit. So, <clears throat> the previous part of this book spoke about Barovia before the mists. It told you of the core, this land that Barovia had once been a part of before being entrapped by this barrier of mist. Talking of neighboring countries and things like that, and not very much information about each of them before Strahd had taken over the, the valley of Barovia. The next part you read is about <clears throat> these elemental type gods, the fanes of Barovia, and a little bit of information about what this book deems the Wild Ones as forest folk and mountain folk. Before Strahd had come to these lands, they were inhabited by these ancient, uh, these ancestors, sorry, ancestors of the wild ones that you had seen, the forest folk and mountain folk. Um, each tribe worshipped their, these three powerful goddesses known as the Fanes of Barovia, who each governed one aspect of this valley, um, the three of them, first one being the Mountain Fane, the second one being the Forest Fane, and the third one being the Swamp Fane. Each of these had a domain in, uh, in Barovia, and yet are now absent. As if Strahd taking over these lands had shunted them out outside of the mists. There's not much concrete evidence. It's more of speculation. Mm -hmm. But you do learn of these fanes and their importance. Interesting. Very interesting. So, with that light reading, Sorsha, as you are asleep, You begin to feel this cold wind taking over your body and you turn over trying to pull a blanket over you to get warmer, but it doesn't help. And finally, you get to the point where it's just so cold that it's... <sighs> All right, it's enough. I need to find a, another place to lay down or something. And as you open up your eyes in frustration, you... Everything is, is blurry and muffled. You see this landscape. You shake your head and then finally things become clear. 
you find yourself at the top of Yester Hill, looking down on the path that leads you to the winery, near the area where your clan tends to keep their camp. Yester Hill, you know, is the site of the Gulthius tree, the avatar of this once fane of Barovia. Looking down at the path, you turn around to find it with its crooked reaching branches and the bodies and skeletons that hang from it. You look down to see the countless graves that were dug for honored people that were buried beneath its roots. And you hear thunder crack, see lightning flashing across the sky through the clouds above until one crashes down into the tree itself. The tree begins to catch fire. The wound left from this streak of lightning begins leaking blood-like sap. The ground beneath you rushes with this dark red substance and you feel it flowing past your legs. It's hard to keep your your feet anchored to the ground, but you stand there and you feel like there's something that you have to be able to do to stop this hemorrhage, but you can't move. You begin to feel this hopelessness in this destruction until you gaze up to the burning red fire and hear the screams of these dead. Look up to see the hanging bodies wiggling and writhing in pain. And then this hellscape fades in your mind. You hear a woman's voice. The false prophets of a false god will bring nothing but destruction. And you're woken by Irina pushing onto your shoulder. Or you're a part of the watch. Hey, Sorsha, it's, um... Are you okay to do the watch? Yep. That, I... Yep. I don't... I'm done sleeping for tonight. Yes. Okay, well, I'm gonna get some rest. You, you do that. Sleep well. Thank you. She goes so, to sleep. So. Once Irina is soundly asleep, Johas is going to sit up and join Sorsha on her watch. Okay. All right. You Morning. heard the uh, heard the slight panic from Sorsha as she was awoken, um, and you wake up to finish the watch with Sorsha. So go ahead and do a perception check with advantage, one of you. Uh, I have a plus six, so I I'll probably you. I'll yeah. help you. Okay. Sixteen or eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So, is there anything you want to do on your watch? I'm going to be relatively quiet, just sure. really mulling over um, mm-hmm. the memories and trying to remember every detail as much as possible from that dream. Sure. If you do look at Johans, though, you notice that there's just a tiny little bit of blood on his scarf that he presses digitations clean. <laughs> and he sits... And just waits. <laughs> cool. So, a very quiet watch happens between Johans and Sorsha. As nothing happens during your watch, you awaken, and 
as you all begin to get your things ready to go, the spell of Tiny Hut fades, and you now... No, it's eight hours. Eight hours. You're good. It's just the full eight (laughs) hours. Uh, But you long rest, and you are now officially level six, of course. Um, And you have the day ahead of you. Uh, You see that the Mardikovs are currently cleaning the floors of this winery kind of around trying to be as quiet as they can they're picking up these small containers that are on the floor and bringing them outside to throw them out but you also see Elvir just sitting on the stairs kind of waiting um and once the spell fades Elvir comes to you Sorshans um everything okay was was it was it okay Uh, everything seemed to have been been fine this didn't sleep very well some strange dreams oh um i i can can cook for everybody if if you are hungry um i know that you have a long day ahead of you and you can tell me about your dream if you want that is okay Uh, but she's gonna get hard eyes uh um the fact that he is cooking yeah (laughs) hubba hubba (laughs) <laughs> so he just uh, okay um well is is there anything I can do for any of you if, sorry that was an alert on my end uh, somebody <laughs> followed or something oh got a sub thanks Daniel okay. is amazing thank you thank um, you so thank you very much you uh you all are here in the in the center of the winery. Is there anything you would like to do? Uh, I'm gonna go to one of them. I'm okay. gonna give them a black uh, book to one of them. I'm gonna say, okay. You do deliveries to Valakai, yes? Um. I imagine you're talking to Elvir since he's the one right next to you. Uh, sure. He's told me so many names. I don't know any of them. Sure. <laughs> He's the one that's closest, and everybody's just kind of doing their thing. Uh, sure. We, we, we do, yes. Um, but we haven't since, obviously, uh, you know, that's, that's we've been kind of trapped here uh, for the past week, and then, of course, Sorcha helped us get out. But anyways, um, yeah, yes, yes. What, what do you need? I need you to deliver this to Ms. Bayasco. And the orphanage, and tell her it's for. There's a I, note attached to it. Oh, okay, to sure. He takes the book. I I, I can do it's this. It's yes. very important that it is safe and that nothing from the inside falls to the outside. Okay. Um, I I will give it to Adrian. He is the one that does the. Okay. So. Okay. Great. Um, Thank you. Okay. Uh, is there anything? No? no. Okay. I think we're all right. Thank you. Um. Good luck. Um. Yeah. And he just, he like turns, comes back, gives Sorsha a little kiss on the cheek, and then begins making his way back up up, up the stairs and then around, <laughs> out of sight. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> she so. is a smitten kitten. Mm. Aww. So, you all begin to prepare yourselves for 
traveling to Yester Hill, I would imagine. Is there anything you want to do before we head out for the travel? Okay. Oh, actually, I might ask for 10, uh, 10 gold worth of herbs, incense, and charcoal. Let's see if they have any. Let me find out, because I don't think... I don't think they have... That's fine. Anything like that. That's fine. They would have maybe a gold piece worth of incense, but it that's, wouldn't do you very much good, because... So. That's fine. I'll wait all outside. Right. Okay. For everybody else. So, you all set up and get ready to travel, and making your way to Yester Hill is only a short jaunt from the winery. Even from here, you're able to see the large hill that ends at the end of this road, and the monotonous gray skies above you grow even darker. Uh, as we change our scene to that one. Cool. You hear rain and thunder surrounding you as you begin to see a few bolts of lightning stretching across the sky. This trail is a straight one. The road begins to rise naturally to a large hill ahead of you. And following the road, you come to an area where the forest on your right opens up. And placed at the center of the road, soaked in blood and unmoving, you see a large bear. Ooh, big bear. What would you like to do? Well, could that possibly be... I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do, speak with animals. Okay. So you cast speak with animals on yourself. Uh, let's see. Cool. One action. Okay. The bear is about 200-ish feet away. So. What would you like to do? Is it dead or is it just still? It is It is lying in a pool of blood. Ah, oh, fuck not me. Moving. <laughs> I didn't even catch that part. Okay. Oh, well, then, oh. I mean, like, if you if you would do something differently, that's fine. Like, Yeah, I wouldn't do speak with animals. That's fine. That animal. I'm going to, can I make sure, like, check if this thing's breathing? Like, see if I can see any, like... Breaths. I do a perception Make sure check. It's dead before I walk up to it. Eight. From this distance, it's it's hard to see. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's dead, and I'm gonna walk up and try to see what caused all this blood to come okay. out of the bear. Okay. One sec. Sorry. Opening my notes again. So, is there anything else anybody wants to be doing at this time? Anybody want to investigate in any way? Okay. Yes. Um, no, that's fine. I would, <laughs> I would like to do a perception of everything around us. Okay, go ahead and do a perception check. Nine. Um, 
What's up? Um, yeah, Irina, like, seeing this big bear, and how long have we been traveling by now? Uh, about 40 minutes. The okay. hill is really close. Gotcha. You can see it very clearly here, and you can even start to see this sprawling tree branches of this giant tree that stands at the very tip of this hill. So, with her, like, we knew how long it's going to take to travel there, and her right. knowing that we're getting close, and now seeing a large animal, um, she's going to, uh, if you'll allow it, um, she's going to just slice her finger on her blade and okay. set it on fire. Because she's just like, we're getting close, and okay. shit might go down. All right. So, you begin approaching the, the bear. And, uh, as you do, you finally notice breathing on the giant bear body. You begin to hear rustling from the forest just next to you. And as you're about maybe 10 feet, 15 feet away from this bear, you see these people rushing out of the forest and booking it towards each of you as you have just fallen into some sort of a trap by what you can only see as wild ones. So, as that happens, we're going to go to break. (laughs) And we are going to be giving a thing away. (laughs) We're going to be giving away the bone hole. That's what it's called. The adventurers (laughs) have been sent to the lair of Domigus, the wretched, with reliable information that she is currently elsewhere, with only Domigus's assistant, Hergloom, present. The players will need to investigate the lair to discover the necromancer's plans to summon a demigod known as Gronch, the Bone Worm, and then find a way to either destroy the partially summoned Gronch or sabotage the necromancer's plans to wield Gronch's power. So... With that in mind, we're going to be giving away a free copy of that for Roll20. If you want to join, the chat giveaway code for tonight is going to be wild. So when I start that, we're going to go ahead and go on break. One sec here. Okay. Giveaway has started. Go ahead and join in. If you're a follower, you get one ticket. If you're a subscriber, you get two. So make sure to subscribe before you join if you want to get those two tickets. We'll see you all in 15 minutes. Bye, everybody.
Welcome back. We are back with uh, the first part of this battle. We're going to be rolling some initiative, but before then, um, we are going to pick the winner for the giveaway, which is going to be Dice to Infinity. Welcome to the channel and congrats on the win congrats. of the oh, yeah. Let's go. of the the bone hole. We hope you have as much fun as we have saying that. Uh, so, I will be sending you a code so that you can redeem it on roll 20. Uh, and we will go from there. But for now, we are going to get into some combat. So, I will need everybody to roll some initiative. We get into our battle map. 20. Oh, Johans is excited. <laughs> Dang, let's go. Okay. Okay, here we go. They caught me at a bad time. What can I say? 22. Nice. Okay. And Sorcia with a 5. Kaji with a 13. Irina with a 16. And all of the initiatives that I had already rolled. However, unfortunately, they get a surprise round since you were not able to perceive them. Sorcia, you tried. But with a nine, unfortunately, you were not able to see any of them in hiding in the in the uh, outskirts of this forest edge. And we will go with their turn. So with that, let's change the music. All right. So this bear. This is his music. This is torture. Correct. So these uh really large per people are going to run towards you Kadia, but unfortunately you are over their movement away so they are going to have to dash for this one dash for this one and this one just barely makes it with 25 movement speed there so that one is going to be able to attack and it is going to attack recklessly okay. so that is going to be a Ooh. 24 to hit dealing uh. 11 slashing damage as it cuts into your back and then slashes down you begin bleeding and that is their turn now it is the forest speaker this one is going to one sec uh this one is going to cast begin casting something and as they move around they bring their hands up to the sky and you see this part of the cloud open and this beam shoots down towards let's see one second I just want to check and make sure what the uh, range on this is that one it is 120 feet so uh, it is going to hit Isaac would be the next person there so he's gonna get hit by this moonbeam which he will have to do a constitution save. And then... Let's see what he gets. That is a 20, so he passes, taking oh, yeah. only half damage, I believe. Half as much damage on it. Okay, when a creature enters his spell for the first time, it starts its turn there. It is engulfed. Or is it when he starts his turn?
When a creature enters the spell area for the first time, or it starts its turn there. Oh, so he doesn't take any damage just yet. Okay, interesting. No, he, he technically he would because he technically counts as entering it. For the oh, entering it the first time. Spell, no, right? that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good point. Okay, so that is that, and then um, <clears throat> that is going to be its turn, and it is going to be the next one, which also begins casting a spell. Um, and surrounding each of you, you begin to see these spectral-type thorns that appear out of the ground. All surrounding each of you in the back. So, with that, that is their turn. Uh, and then the bear is going to rush up to you as well, Katya, gaining flanking. And it is going to do a bite. For 14, 16? Can't, the numbers are black. I can't. No, that doesn't hit. Are they really? Let's see the uh, things, switch, but no. switch back out of. Um, switch into dark mode and then back out. Sometimes that helps. And then a claw attack, which is a 27 total to hit, dealing 9 slashing damage. That is. Okay. So with that, the surprise round is over, and it is now Johans' turn. <clears throat> um, what's this fuckery that is happening on our feet? You see that there are a bunch of spikes that spectral type spikes, uh, spiky spiker spikes, not spikes. <laughs> uh, what's what, what is the word? Um, thorns. There we go. Jeez. Um, <laughs> the there's a bunch of thorns spikes, that guys. like vines are growing near you. Spectral vines are growing okay. near you and tangling your way out of it uh, with a bunch of thorns that are the size of spikes. So, that being said, that is what surrounds you. I'm assuming this is, well, I don't know. I, I'm not going to ask that. Um, That's fine. Um, Johans is just going to curse under his breath and just be like, man, all these bad guys have horrible timing and I'm going to cast Snowball directly on Katya. Okay. Uh, which for is everybody. Oh yeah, it's my fireball. <laughs> that is fireball. So uh, uh there you go. Alright. Centered on Katya. Doing some deck saves. Okay. Uh, Katya, you are automatically successful at this and you don't take any damage. Fucking Jesus. Thanks, friend. Alright, deck save for the bear. Thanks. That's a seven. Fuck no. Uh I'm gonna move this to the back. Uh that is going to be the Berserker. Uh, that is one. That's a fail. Two, fail. And three passes. That one does pass. Okay, so I'm going to say that uh, I was going bottom left. So this top one, top right, is the one that passes. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> uh, 34. Because uh, I rolled a oh, one, and because it's cold because damage, it, it becomes a two. All right. So 34 cold damage to everybody except Katya. That is literally all you needed for the bear. The bear is gone. Bear is dead. There's now right. an ice sculpture in front of you, Katya. <laughs> now an ice sculpture of a bear. 34 damage to the other two. That is insane, dude. 30, yeah, 34. You got wow. this, everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's... Is that is that your turn? Is that all you is all you have? Uh, just looking at my thirty four. Yeah, I don't have any cantrips. Thank you. 
I don't have any cantrips up, so I'm just gonna stand still. All right. He's gonna do that. There's and that. Yep. All right. Now it's the forced speaker's turn, who is now understanding how shitty this all is. Um, wow. Nothing says fuck you as, as a big fucking explosion. Pretty much. Okay. It's it's gonna let's see. All right, it casts that I'm moon so name. I'm so glad I took fireball so, and not lightning bolt. <laughs> you just annihilated all of them right there. Uh, <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> okay, this one is going to rush up here. As does it have enough? Nope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna cast Shalala on itself, and that's that's all it can do since it has the moonbeam and it's concentrating on that, and it can't really do anything else. So that is that. Uh, and I guess for a regular thing, they'll is that that's concentration. Well, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Cool. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. All right, Berserker's time. Uh, this one is going to go over here to now gain some sweet, sweet uh, flanking, plus two. <laughs> so that is going to be three reckless attacks towards you, Katya. Uh-huh. So that is a 17 for the far left. Not hit. Right is a... 26 and then bottom right is a 23 so 19 slashing damage total as these two cut into you you bring your shield up to block the other um but you unsuccessfully block the other two that is their turn uh irena you are now up all right so my rapier is a flaming i would like to get out of here okay so and as you move five feet down mm -hmm. say here i'm sure that's yeah. kind yeah, of along yeah. the okay as you're making your way there mm -hmm. you notice that you're walking through these spectral thorns and each mm -hmm. time they're dealing some sort of damage with every five feet that you move so mm -hmm. I need to double check. I'm pretty sure it's uh, 2d4. Uh, just double check. Yeah. Okay. And it is difficult terrain, I believe. Okay. So half movement speed, and then I'll be taking 1d4, you said? And it becomes difficult terrain. Yes. So you moved 10 feet just to do that, and you're taking a 2d4 um, of piercing damage. So four damage as you move that five feet, but it is uh, just so you know that happens and mm -hmm. what you do going forward is completely up to you. Gotcha. So um, let's see. So yeah, she's going to. So that's uh, four damage I'm taking. Correct. Yeah. From that five One, movement two, speed. Three, four. And then I'm going to go again. Okay. So in order to you're trying to get all the way out. Yeah. Just trying to get all the way up. Okay, so you moved that another five, five, another five after, and that'll be it. So you're going to take another 44. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, got the rough roll on that one. You take an extra 14 damage, but you are now out of this spike growth. Okay. So you are there. Uh, that is 30 movement speed, though. Awesome. That's fine. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to hold my action okay. for any enemy that comes within reach of me. I'm going to attack it with my rapier. Okay. Sounds good. Katya, you were up. All right. I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to second wind. Okay. D10 plus six. Okay. Health back. Holy shit. Nice. A 10 on the roll. So 16 health back. Nice. Not too bad. And then I'm going to attack... Uh, yeah, any of them. Really. I'm going to attack the one behind me. Okay. Attacking the one behind you. Go for yep. it. Let's see the attacks. Uh, you have advantage 20. as well. Oh, cool. Because it was reckless. Okay, so 20. And then and... 25. All right. Taking the first damage. So that's a 12 on that first one. And then the second one is another 12. Nice. That's your turn? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's it. Is second wind... Is second wind a bonus? Okay, cool. I just wanted to make okay. sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So then... That is your turn. You are good. All right. Now it is the other four speakers' turn. Um, they are. Did I roll initiative? I didn't roll initiative for Isaac. Whoops. Uh, Isaac got a really high one. Okay. So I will have him go now. <laughs> uh, he is going to take another bit of damage uh, from that moonbeam. So I'll just roll that. Uh, that is another 13 damage, and for Izik, he's going to do a con save for that. That is a natural one, so he takes that 13 damage. Um, and that is going to be that. He is also going to make his way towards Katya, um, getting only 2d4 damage. Extra 6 damage to him. Okay. And then he is going to go for this one that is right next to you, Katya. Trying to help you out. Ooh, nine does not hit. Actually, he's going to make his way over here to get himself flanking. Natural 20. There we go. All right. Delete uh, that guy. That guy's dead. <laughs> Completely cut in half. Uh, he is obliterated as Isaac comes by, tries to attack, but just then the berserker-type of person brings up their axe, blocks it. Isaac rips the axe out of their hand and just cleaves through the center of their torso, just completely cut in half, and that guy is dead. All right. Yeah. It is now this four speaker's up. turn. Of course. Up, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did. This 100%. one is going to run over to... Away. Nah. They're not that smart. Not yet. Oh, okay. Learn. They're definitely um, not smart at all if that's what they wanted to go for. <laughs> they are going to do, I believe it's a one, one sec. As I double check. Cube, okay. Believe that is just enough to get Irina into, which is going to be a thunder wave. So I need you to do a con save, Irina. All right, boss. Con save. 
And this is going to be cast at second level. 17? 17 uh, passes. All right, so you take only bless. seven thunder damage. Only. And what would it be, eight? 14 divided by two is seven. Never mind. I was looking at the wrong number. Cool. Oh, you were like, got it. You're looking at the 17. Yeah, I was, I was stupid. Yeah, 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 I get it. Uh, okay, so that is that. And believe that's all they can do. They will also cast Shalala on themselves just because bonus action cantrip, they might as well. So with that being said, that is their turn. Brings us to Sorsha. You are up. Muted. I was making jokes this Well, hello. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I really wasn't. Um, how do I do the distance thing? Uh, you go over to the toolbar on the left, and then it'll be like a ruler. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yep. <clears throat> yes. Okay. That one. This one here? Yep. All right. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. Flaming Sphere. I love it. All right. One uh, sec. I'm just getting the map situated. Okay. Toasty. Getting so, super yeah. toasty. This is def this is different than Fireball. Yeah. It's it's a, just a more condensed version. Uh, so they need to five do a diameter. dex saving throw of 14. Okay, five foot diameter. I don't think I have one of those, but we'll just go ahead and do this. The 10 foot rate or five foot radius, and then we'll just, whoop. There we go. Um, are you putting it, where are you putting it? On her. On her, okay. Um, I don't know if you could put it in someone's space. That's a five foot according to roll 20. Five foot radius. Oh, it says yeah. unoccupied. Five foot diameter. So that's like the full thing. That's five feet right there. Okay, got it. Okay, so. Oh, so uh, it could be both of them then. So you can get both of them as long as Watch it is within check. 60 feet, which I think I remember the other one being, yeah, you're good. That's 50 feet away. So yeah, you set it up right behind or yeah, right behind that one in between both of them. Um, and any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the radius must deck save the creatures as a bonus action. You can move the sphere. So any creature that ends its turn. Yeah. So I don't think that they're affected just yet. Unless you ram it into somebody, which I guess you can do. Moves the sphere up to 30. If you ram the sphere into a creature, the creature must make a saving throw against the sphere's damage and the sphere stops moving this turn. Yeah, I mean, you could just ram it into one of them and it's going to stay in the same spot. So you could do that if you really wanted to. You yeah. could get some damage. Something. Okay, so. It is going to... Which one do you want to hit? Top right or bottom left? Top right. Red or blue? Top right. All right. Going for blue. Deck save. That's an 11. Which fails. So go ahead and roll that 2d6 fire damage. And then, Johans, you're up next. <clears throat> oh my god, are you just gonna. You're not gonna do that, right? Better right there. Not. 
<laughs> God damn it. Katya and Irina are both safe from my explosion. You know we have other things we have Thank to you. kill today. I got all a new right. spell slot. I'll have it. I still have more. Alright, alright, alright. I'm I'm with it. I love this. Besides right. one well, one of the party members fuck. running out of third level spell slots, it's better than you guys getting hit and a having a bunch of damage. HP. I guess so. All right, these these super muscular people are going to be doing nat natural one. That's an eighteen, so that passes. That um, passes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a one d two. Top one is a one. He passes. Cool. All right. So then they take. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Probably gonna be like thirty, twenty-seven, unless. 28. 28. All right. So that one takes 14. The other one takes the 28. How much is hiding? Gosh. That one is just barely hanging on. Uh, and then I'm doing these two here. That is a 13, which fails, and a 10, which fails. And 28 deletes both of them. Congrats. There goes my spells. God damn it. Well, that's that. Johans, you're done. Uh, unless you want to move. No, I wanna, I'm just, I'm just going to get on the like reins of our cart. Uh, sure. I bring, I assume we Wait, did you guys cart. take the cart? I don't think no. so. Oh, I thought, oh, okay. We, we have our own cart. I was working on the other stuff because then there would be a horse here. That's fair. No, I don't, I don't I'm going to say that this. I'm going to say that Fine. you probably didn't take it. Then I'm just going to put my hands in my pocket and begin walking down the path leisurely because I oh, figured this nice. is going to end now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so the I'll swag. Just, uh, All right. I'll just move there. Just Isaac is going to join into the fray <laughs> and he's going to attack this this uh, barbarian type person. Uh, that is a 21 to hit dealing way too much damage. And this guy is about to get screwed as well. That is a 16, which has advantage, so I'm just going to just just roll just to see. Okay, so 16 still hits, dealing 17 damage. Now it is its turn. It is going to disengage and try to get the hell out. I'm going <laughs> to hit it because I have Sentinel. Right, Sentinel. Oh, my God. You guys are just... <laughs> All right, 18 does hit, and he can't even move. So I guess he would he would get here before your sentinel went into effect. Mm -hmm. So he's there, mm -hmm. cannot move. That's ten and slashing damage. He's <sighs> that is the end of their turn. Irina, you're up. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, coming there... for the KS. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, there's one. <laughs> yeah, there's left. just the one left. We saved one for you. Oh, thank you. I um have <laughs> lost some blood and could use to get some. Just kidding, five. Oh, to bite into the neck of this guy. Nah. She just like runs up what in between twist. Katya and Izek and slices at the nice. guy. All right, let's see the attack. No, that's okay. she has advantage. All right, right, you have multiple. You have multiple attacks. Okay, she has advantage, oh, yeah, advantage. Right? advantage. Wait, no, no, advantage, the end of her right? turn. No, the end of its turn. So you don't have advantage oh, on okay. this one, but you do have okay. an extra attack. Good. Yes, I do. Which. Hits, <laughs> and that is literally just enough. So you pierce into the chest, and fire erupts from the other side, dealing just 
even more damage to this guy. Pulling your rapier out from the his back, he falls to the ground, and he looks... He, like, gets up onto one of his elbows, looking towards you, Sorsha. Traitor. And then he falls and dies. So. Can, like, before he dies... And like before he dies, Katya looks at, or not Katya, I'm forgetting my own name. Uh, Irina like <laughs> Irina like looks at him and and just is like, um when her father went to sacrifice her, he became the traitor. And just looks at you. And she's just like pointing her fiery rapier at him. He just he just looks like, at you. Staring him with, down. Like that mad dog look until life leaves his eyes and his face and he falls down dead good just the way I like him so with I got that to say, I really like my new toy <laughs> Isaac turns around that was fucking sweet <laughs> that was pretty cool I thank you admit. you just uh, you shot the, 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 the ball and the, and the, oh that was awesome yeah. You're working on that for a while. It takes a while to learn these things. You have to show me how to do that, but, you know, with fire. I I don't think that's a good idea. But <laughs> I really did not like that, whatever that was on the ground. Oh, yeah, and those every, hurt. He, like, yes. wipes off his, his thigh that, like, barely did any damage to him. That's kind of hurt. I'll cast Prejudication on everyone. She's, like, Get pick, the blood out. I guess, imagine she's, like, Picking th- thorns, <laughs> like they were spectral, so they were oh, they weren't spectral, actual okay. thorns, okay, but they okay, were okay. still piercing into you. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I clean can, up everybody. <laughs> can everybody <laughs> in your clan do this, Shosha? No, not everybody, but uh, fair amount. Great, I hate it. We need to talk <laughs> about magic because your magic seems pretty impressive. My magic? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Barely good. Uh, I'm not I've the seen best. You th- I've seen you turn into a bear. I can't do that. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, that is pretty cool. I won't lie about that. Yeah. You should see what else I could do. And you have the ability to help people, too. I. That feels like the only way that I kind of knew how to. With learning to heal. Well, it's a good skill to have. Um, I wish I could do it. Are you feeling okay? I've uh, felt better for sure. Should okay. should we should we stop for a second? I mean, the hill is up there. We don't want um, to go in not ready. You can, we should, can rest if you want. If we can take a quick break, yeah, I just you know if we could take a minute. I Why am. don't we go off the side of the road so that nobody can see us? That would be good. For if okay. you give me 10 minutes, I can throw up the dome so people can't see anything. That's, and I, then we won't be ambushed by magic or anything. Okay. You guys. We can take a rest however long we want it to be. Sounds good. There's some some trees and branches and stuff over there. Okay. So. I'll do the dome so we can get a short rest. Then. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give Doing myself another third level spell slot. Nice. Because hey. I actually some... can do that. Are we able myself. to take a short rest then, I'm guessing? Yes. You are. 
Um, it With seems like dog. whatever was happening here was a one-off thing. So you're able to take the hour. The darkening, darkening skies get even darker and the storm begins to add strong winds that though you don't feel it inside of the dome, you can definitely see it everywhere. It's picking up these twigs and tree debris. Uh, it's it's moving the leaves. Even some of the tall trees are bending from how strong this wind is. And after your rest, when the dome comes down, you immediately get hit by this strong wind and you hear the thundering sounds all (laughs) across the sky. But you see the hill just ahead after this hour-long short rest. You continue on. So... The trail through these thick woods lead to a hill covered with dead grass and tall piles of black rock, dark, ominous clouds gathering high above, and a single bolt of lightning striking down onto the top of the hill. It stands tiered. At the base, you see multiple tall cairns, man-made stacks of black rocks encompassing each of these tiers. At the topmost tier, you see the giant tree, the Gothias tree. Its branches have grown in strange ways, making it look like a wooden claw reaching for the skies above. And just near the tree, you find a large circle of black boulders. To the right of the hill, you find the land, the woods, and the sky all vanishing behind a towering wall of mist that seems to reach up to the top until dissipating. But you have now arrived to Yester Hill. What would you all like to do? Do we see any activity, anybody around people? Go ahead and do a perception check. I'll help with that. Oh shit, Pick that first one, yeah. <clears throat> Forgot I said the advantage. So. Standing at the base of this large hill, it doesn't seem like there's anybody standing anywhere near in sight. The hill is very tall. It's like hundreds of feet tall. So at this current state, at the base of the hill, you are not able to see anybody. Hello, everybody from Danny's raiding party. Hello. 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 Um, is the wind, would the wind be too strong for the hummingbird? Um, go ahead and have the hummingbird do a strength check. I have to go get her. Hold on. Mm. Let me see if I can. Damn, Hummingbird has a negative four. Ooh, it's not looking good. Well, I'm just wondering, because, like, I just wanted to know if it was, if I took her out, if she was gonna... It, you, you take her out, and with the strong winds that are picking up from this storm, she's moving, like, she's not able to control herself 100%. She's able to fly. But she's kind of getting tossed around a little bit. Yeah. I imagined her. She pulls it out and immediately. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm and then, like, go... flying over, like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I just try and catch her and put her back. Sure. I'll just go back in there, okay? Feel the nuzzle again. <laughs> like, I didn't like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you continue. Mage armor. Okay, mage armor has been cast. Anything else before you start continuing forward? Ah. Uh, how do how do we feel about the possibility of being stealthy? Do we want to try and be stealthy? I can I can try. Probably can, not a bad idea. Stealthy. I can turn two people invisible, so that would be good. Okay, well then we'll just go ahead and just going to pass. Uh, do pass without a trace. Okay, perfect. Okay. So pass without a trace has been ca- casted. Is there anything else you would like to do? Cost. You have calls to pass without the trolls. <laughs> what do you want I'm gonna, the doll? I'm going to cast invisibility on Katya and Isaac. So, you put uh, your hand but, on Katya and Isaac, and they become invisible. I forget that when I do this, I can't see them. Fuck. Right here. We'll follow you in. Okay, let's go then, I guess. Okay. You got anything? Call me. Um, yes, um... Although... Let's go. Should we... be prepared for... We're going to sneak in and attack them, correct? I still have more explosions, yes. Do we even know what's happening? Sorry, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we? Should we be? I know that we took a look, but is there anything else that we should do before the heading up? What the two of you are now invisible, and I'm pointing to like over <laughs> You're there. You're pointing over here, but yeah. they're like right here. <laughs> yeah, I love so it. I imagine like the two of you are invisible. So I you can um, go ahead and look. Your your hands just move right here. The two of do you, you want us to go ahead and scout, or do you want you to can, move forward? We can, take it a little bit slower so we can stay stealthy. Sure, that works. That. Right. Although I think with the storm, we should be fine. Probably. But we'll go... If we'll you, go if forward, you, yes. If we need to tell any, you anything, we'll, you'll hear us. Then... Okay. Start girl? heading forward. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and do a go. stealth check. With advantage. Except Plus regular 10. for Plus Katya. 10. Right. Uh, unless Sorsha goes with you. Is Sorsha going with? Yeah, I'll go with. Yeah. Uh, okay. Might as well. Oh, I guess okay. we'll all, we're all going then because I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, for the well, plus then... 10. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll just stay <laughs> 30. Or we'll stay like 25. Is it like with advantage or no? No. No, no with advantage. Yeah, you just okay, get an additional fine. 10. Um, the big characters fuck. are supposed to get advantage from. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, Calm the fuck up. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. This is not so going those, to be good. Those balance out. Those balance out. That is a two fails, two passes. Not a stealthy group. That's two right. fails, two passes? Yeah, natural one, natural 20. You get oh, two passes, two fails. Two, and then two 17s. Two For 17s and a 28 by Isaac. Wait, he so, gets it. Oh yeah, because he's not. He doesn't have. He's invisible. Now, 
Yeah, he has. He uh, I believe he has off. studded leather. That makes sense. Um, yeah, studded leather. As we're walking, I'm going to use Pride to Dictation to go. I'm kidding. Like the <laughs> old cartoons where they go like stealthing and they go on pee toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you all need to make your way. So low because I'm fucking using magic to be stupid. Okay. So. You hear that? That was a perception. So if the range is 30 feet, (laughs) Isaac and I would just stay like 25 feet ahead of them. Sure, yeah. As we're all moving. Keeping an eye out. (laughs) You guys are heading up the hill like this, and we're like all the way over here. Mm. (laughs) Because you're leading, but we can't see you. You come to the top of this hill passing hundreds of feet of dirt and rock and dead grass. And at the top, this large ring of black boulders and smaller rocks that collectively form a makeshift wall enclosing a field of dead grass. On either side of a winding trail you find yourselves on, You see large boulders and stones forming 15-foot-tall ditch walls that snakes towards a wide break on the other end of this stone ring, nearly 300 feet away. Past this large ring of stone ahead, you see at the top of this enormous hill the massive tree that is rising above a small thicket of gnarled gray foliage, the Goltheus tree. And as you finally come to the crest of this trail, lightning strikes the edge of this gargantuan ring, illuminating a tower made of tightly woven twigs and packed with black earth that looks strikingly uh, similar to Strahd von Zorovich. Its head peeking just over the surrounding barriers of the ditch that you stand in. The path continues forward with one branch to the left, where you see two Wild One Scouts looking directly in your direction. However, they seem to have not noticed you as you made it just perfectly on the edge of their vision behind a small stack of rocks that they stand next to. So, as you come to the crest of this hill, there's just a rock like that's the perfect silhouette of Joe. Yeah, Mark. you're all just like standing right, one right behind each other, right behind this rock. <laughs> See, he said a small stack of rocks, and my brain immediately went, "Oh, so a medium size of, of course, set of rocks." Yeah, for you, because for me, 100. Yeah. So you see that there are two scouts ahead. How each far of them away? look uh, from where you're at. You know what? Let me, let, me, feet let me away? put you on the map. Is it 150 feet away? It is less. Ooh. Oh, I haven't seen this before. Accidentally so, <laughs> or otherwise. I accidentally left roll 20 on this map, so you yep. might have seen it for like a brief second. I know absolutely nothing. Of course. But... I Here you stand at the very top. You firebolt. I was gonna say, I was like, you can't, you can't do that. You're an ice wizard. 
No, I meant fireball. Oh. <laughs> but no, also I'm not gonna do that either. What so I, I can't well, I can't Can I see them? I don't I think I'm too short, right? Because they're like is this like From a your hill? perspective, you only saw it like I would say with with the uh the stealth check that you guys got, Isaac and Kaya were the ones that saw and then just informed each of you, hey, there's scouts ahead where you guys then made your way around the wall so that they wouldn't be able to see you. Gotcha. So knowing that there's two scouts ahead and they haven't seen you, you are free to do whatever you would like. Um, would I, I would know this area relatively well, wouldn't I? You would. Yeah. Okay. What would you like to know? So I know where to go. You. To the club. You know, you know that this trail leads to another entrance similar to the one that's just to the left here where the scouts are a little bit further down there is a like a little hill that leads up to what you would know is a smaller version of the Goltheus tree this visage of Strahd is new to you though (laughs) seems to be surrounding the tree Okay. We could sneak up behind them and them in the back. That is pretty much what I was thinking as well, because I know where we need to go and we're going to have to go past where they're at right now. That would be uh, a good idea. We can get the sneak on them and. Yeah. Isaac and I can sneak up behind Invisible and. I can, yes. Cut them at once. But then you'll lose your invisibility. Well, uh. I can go. But it is worth it, I feel. I mean, we still like have passed without a trace. But yeah. they are going to see you, Edwina. I can sneak up on them, Isaac. Uh, but they will they will see you coming. That's what I'm saying. Is that Oh, are they facing us or are they just They're like... facing directly where you're at. Oh. The only reason why they didn't see you is because Katya and Isaac were the ones that saw and then brought you gotcha. outside of their vision. Oh, yeah. We can I sneak thought they up were like patrolling them. and I was like, No, no, no. no. They're just right. like lookouts directly looking at the trail that you guys came from. Yeah. We can sneak up and take them out so that, that uh you all can pass. I think that's a good idea. These guys were really tough before though. I don't know if it would be enough. Um, well, you- he can't see me, but I do look at Isaac. Like a huh? You you sliced him in half. Uh, yes, like- I'm just saying that two people might not be able to take out those two people. At least on one, you know, well, one you uh, can- one go. You can get the snake on them, and then we can come and back you up. Okay. There that is a good idea. Get them to turn around. That's not a bad no. idea. Okay. That would be good. Okay. That's a good idea. Get them to turn around and then we can sneak up from behind. Yes. Okay. We'll double team them, yes. All yes. right. Well, then we need to make Bad sure that everybody team. is ready. Um, and also, uh, looking over to you, Kadya, which you can't see, he just puts a hand on your shoulder after, like, <gasps> feeling where you are and then, <laughs> we need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I try my ah. best. <sighs> So, Katya and Isaac are going to be doing another stealth check. However, this time, no plus 10. I'm going to fucking now one. Watch this. Bam. It's oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Pretty good for me. 18. All right. Let's see. 
16 or natural 20. Oh, yeah, 20. Let's go. Hey. Wow. Okay. So with that, the two unlikely stealthy boys <laughs> make their way. And I imagine that y'all are probably something yeah. like this with Johan's probably actually taking the back. I'm sure. Um, uh, and the, obviously stealth, stealth our way. Of over course. There. Yes. Okay, so all of you do, or you guys already did the stealth check together, so you guys are good. Um, but with that being said, if you guys want, do you guys want to get closer? Uh, us? Yes. Yes. Okay, so then you guys are gonna have to do a stealth check. Yeah. Trying to stay next to the wall and not be seen. Sixteen. Okay. I'd like to go up to here. Okay. Yeah, being out of sight, you're still good there. Johan's got a 16, or 26, sorry. 22 and a 16. That is three passes. And of course, the passes of Katya and Izik. So, you finally make your way past them. They don't even look towards you. I get that it's not fair that you can't just like walk up to somebody and slit their throat just, and kill them. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but like, there should be... You guys have a crit, I would say. I mean, yeah. they're, like... I would give it a crit because they literally have absolutely zero idea and you would be doing this straight-up executioner style. Mm-hmm. Like, what I mean, but it's not, like, a guaranteed kill, and it's... Yeah. I get it in game terms, but RP-wise, it's a little funky. Anyway, um... So, let's see those attacks. Yeah. Well, we have to get him to turn around first, is it, right? Izzy goes like, "Hey." <laughs> I also am like, <laughs> I also just, "Hey, are you paying attention?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they both turn around, and, and then, so let's see what we're looking at for the damage. Okay. I give you a crit on the first one, and then the second one is obviously right. like two attacks. So. That is a... And then you have advantage for that second attack, so go ahead and just do that. Much better. That's much better. Okay, so that one hits. So, go ahead and I'll take I'll take the, uh, the 17's damage for the extra damage, which was just a 5. Okay, so then 17 plus that additional 10, so 27 damage. And then Izzik <laughs> did... I have Izzik do another damage roll just to have that be there. He has a 2d10. That means that he gets at least that 12 added to his first 19. And then that 11. So, 32 damage to this one. They turn around, seeming to still be alive, even though they just got demolished by these two. And it goes to you guys. Seeing as they're not dead, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Irene's going to run up and... Okay. Uh, <coughs> and okay. stay up with this one. Okay. And Sorsha, I think you might have been a little too far. Oh, if you were, is this you were right here. 
This is like a you guys were waiting. Oh, maybe you weren't. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you were you were 25 feet away, so you're good. Yeah, you make are it right we, there. Are we getting a like a turn or what are we getting? It's a surprise you? round right now. So you okay. guys uh, are trying to kill them before they're able to do anything. Gotcha. So I so, can do my full turn, basically. Yes, and that um since you were hidden, but then you came out. They're kind of on alert at this point, so I would say that, unfortunately, no advantage on that. That is your first attack, but you do get another attack, which is a 22. Uh, right, but a natural one automatically misses anyways. But and, uh, 24. With advantage? Yeah. Advantage isn't... I don't use advantage for flanking. I use plus two to your attack. Mm. Um, at, And she would have, like, as she's running up, she would have <laughs> been, like, slice, running up, like... I mean, you already had your thing yeah. with flames, so... Uh, when I do a short rest, it goes away. Oh, got it. Okay, gotcha. Sadly. Okay, so you but slice like into yourself. Up. Go yeah, ahead and do that up. damage, and then... Yeah. So you take that four, and... And I do four damage. Also four. Okay, so that is 17. He's just barely standing. Still up. Yikes. Sorsha, what would you like to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stab this guy with a dagger. That's okay. That's all I've got, really. Sure. Let's see it. Oh, that doesn't help at all. That's not it. That's uh, really in, not it. In your uh, center box, battle. in the center of, the, of your... Uh, character sheet there should be like an attacks box uh right under your uh hit dice oh, got it there should okay. be a dagger why In the is this sea not of spells. order <laughs> i know i know <laughs> there should be a dagger there should be a dagger under your weapon or you could just hit a yeah you could just hit like a um you could just do a Dex or strength check. And then we'll okay. go from there. And then plus your proficiency. Yeah, unfortunately, even with your proficiency <laughs> of plus three, that would only She's be an not eight. used to using well, weapons. Ten because of flanking, but unfortunately still doesn't hit. I'm going to move until I can see them, and I'm okay. going to magic missile them. Okay, so you Which are, are able hitting... to... Uh, you're able to make your way over to here. And you can see both of them, and you're sending out your magic missiles. Uh, which ones are you sending out? Uh, whichever one looks the weakest is going to take one. The other one's going to take two. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if they look weak or not, but that one takes the two, and the other one takes the four. Okay. With that surprise round gone, oh. none of them are Hold down. On. Okay. That's actually, those are three, actually. Because I rolled a one on the dice. Sure, sure. So it's actually three damage. So six one, three for the other. Okay. But unfortunately, they are still up. So with that, we're going to have to roll an initiative roll. I should have fireballed them. I should have fireballed them. (laughs) We're going to roll initiative, see what happens here. That's looking great. Oh no. This will be fine. Natural oh. fucking 20. Wow. Same. Oh, they <laughs> will yeah. three. Yeah. Okay, never mind. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. That's okay. hilarious. And then Izzet gets his, which is a six, which <laughs> honestly, at this point. Okay, I mean, 
at this point, anybody gets to go. So do you want to just have Izzet go? Because he's about to just fucking... I think I mean, by, by that you know point, what? The, we would go again and just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a 17, which definitely hits for 19 damage. That one goes down with Izik's, Uh And Izik is going to come over here and help you as well. Uh, what a terrible with, already, initiative like, to roll for this 12. tiny little thing. That's 12. And then that's an extra 14. I have two attacks. Go ahead. Another five. And that is just enough. <laughs> so... With just a split second, I think Joel is frozen. Joel is definitely frozen. Oh, yeah. They, I think Joel is going to be. They said they had to like, take a second and they'll just Joel's go winning. along with the party. Joel's yeah. winning the uh, staring contest. Nope. Okay, Whoa! Our entire thing is all messed up. Okay, just give me like two seconds, y'all. <laughs> give me two seconds. We're gonna we're gonna join in with my phone just to make it so that we're not oh. crazy. <laughs> we got the poop in there. Poop. Whoop. Why All is right, it that one's poop? because that's my that's my phone's name. Oh. <laughs> I put Johan's there so that it's not just poop. All right. <laughs> okay. So while while we are waiting for. Joel, to get back, you have now successfully killed the two scouts that look out towards the entrance of Yester Hill. What would you like to do as you kind of regroup here? Hide the bodies. Okay, you grab the bodies, bringing them outside of the, the circle then, which is easy enough to do. You bring them out, and they are now outside unseen uh, by anybody that might be making their way here. Um, is there still... Uh, is the Pestle Trace still active? Because I still have concentration? I believe so. I mean, I don't think you casted anything, so I, yeah, you should be fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, we need to go... We need to go this way. We need to go lead the way. down there. Okay. okay. Lead the way. So... As you make also, your way... Okay, go, no, go ahead. Okay. I need everybody to do a stealth check as you're continuing forward. So now it's disadvantage, but with plus 10. Correct. Great. 19. Oh, it's disadvantage? No, no not for you. Oh, okay, it's, it's just 23. regular. 23. 29. <laughs> 33, 28, and I'm going to go ahead and roll for Johans just so that everybody has one. I don't know when Joel is going to come back. That is a 17. Oh, right, 27. Okay. So, uh, as you're continuing forward... What is the marching order? Because I know that Katya and Izik were in the front beforehand. Uh, but how do you I'm want to enter? Front. I need. Okay. I should be in front. I'll be so right behind uh, Sorsha, and I'll have Izik take the back. Okay. So Izik is going to take the back with Johans. Be up just with next Katya. To, okay. 
Sorsha, do a perception check. Yes. <clears throat> uh. So. You say this way. We're going we're going here. And you turn. And unfortunately, even with all of the stealth checks that you were able to do, cannot save you from direct line of sight as you see two sentries standing just in front of this entryway. They spot you immediately because you're not able to notice that they were there and you made your way out and unfortunately there they were. So with that Hello Oh, she, is, she play, is she trying to play it off? <laughs> As you exit this turn and make your way towards this this pathway, you see these scouts look towards you, points in druidic, yelling, The traitor! The traitor has finally come! Begin the ritual! And ah, fuck. Immediately when that happens. One sec. As I open up my notes here. You begin to hear a familiar voice. Coming further away. And as you come here, you're able to see just at the base of this towering effigy of Strahd von Zarovich. This tree that seems to be the center of their attention. You see your father, Svarok, standing there with other forest folk standing just next to him in a circle surrounding this tree, this effigy of Strahd. And at the sound of that alarm, he turns around, locking eyes with you momentarily. Traitor. You have come to your doom. Soon, Winter Splinter will be sent against the Ravens, then all of civilization. Fighters, you know what you must do. And I know what I must do. And you see him grabbing onto somebody in front of him, pulling out a knife and cutting. And you hear the scream of your mother. Oh no. And that is where we're going to start stop this session and start up next one. Woo. As things get a little interesting and we were going to start with initiative. So, wow. It's wow, unfortunate wow, wow. that Joel couldn't be here for that, but yeah. I'm sure <laughs> they might be oh, watching. He's watching Hopefully. it seems. Oh, okay. It seems okay, he's cool. watching. Okay. So, Oh my god. Thank you, everybody that joined us. Join in next week to see what happens next in this, this, oh. Here, oh? I'll leave, I'll leave so that it doesn't get all messed up again. Yeah, I was yeah. watching. All right, we're good. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, join us next Monday at 7.30 uh, Pacific time. 
uh, for the next episode of Ravenloft Misfits. Uh, if you're watching this as a recording, uh, like and share and do all the things. If you're listening to the podcast, rate the channel, do all that stuff. Uh, make for, make sure to follow our social media and all that. And uh, yeah, make sure to level up and we'll see you all next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Very upset. <laughs>